honestly, I could I could sit and listen to the music all day, all night, maybe even a little bit longer. Uh, welcome back to another episode of the Deductionist Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. You will note that I am flying solo today. I am flying solo. It, it, it appears that the Mines weekend has worn Adam down to the stony bones that he has in his soul. <laughs> I'm only kidding. The uh, he he has to work. He 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 has a normal life. Not this not this shit that we get up to. <laughs> um. So yes, welcome back. I thought now would be the the perfect chance to give you kind of a catch up in terms of everything that's going on. To talk about uh, my experience with mines and Enigma. Maybe the coolest thing I've ever seen. I'm still in the moment of of trying to figure out whether that's hyperbole or not. I'm still in that moment. Um, but yeah, so we were we we got back from the Minds Convention uh, uh, up in uh, up in Geordie Land with my uh, with my cohort, uh, my partner in crime, Mr. Gollum Morley, and I got to hang out with some of the most incredible people for an entire weekend. I spent uh, just a glorious few hours uh, in the bar with um, Mick Wilson, just listening to him, just listening to him. He's he's one of the, I mean, he's been on the podcast a, a couple of times anyway, but he's one of those people that is so um, immersed in this world of of what he does and how he does it and how he thinks about things and uh yeah how he would call it his uh his cbm but we'll keep that between us mick <laughs> uh that was it was a great catch-up it was a wonderful evening uh and we saw some we saw some incredible lectures daniel uh daniel the freak and his juggling kittens lecture, calm down. Uh, it, it isn't anywhere near uh, as the title would have you believe. But just uh, it, it was. It's one of those. It's one of those conventions, right? Where you think, okay, I'm going to go to. Uh, I'm going to go to a mentalist convention, and it's just going to be people doing doing tricks all weekend. You know, with this type of stuff, I'm just fiddling around. Um, that's the fidget, my fidget moves. That's, that's all I'm doing. Um, but yeah, you would think that it's, it's one of those conventions where everyone is just doing, doing tricks the entire weekend. And it's just, you know, people talking about method and uh, how clever am I? And, oh my God, look at this brand new inventive thing that I've thought of. And it, it couldn't be any further from that. It couldn't. It's, I mean, there is, there is, there is some of that involved, but it's so much more. It's so much more than that. It is. It is about communication. It is about the relationships that these guys build instantaneously, to get these people to hand over personal information whether it be uh, uh, whether it be written or otherwise you know 
to be in a room full of people that would be able to have a small conversation with you and walk away with all manner of personal, personal information. You know, if you think about it, if these if these guys could get a PIN number, they can get your postcode, they can get your account number, they can get your bank details. If these guys can get your signatures, right, well versed in the art of physical and mental manipulation, so pickpocketry isn't exactly off the table. Do a close that app down otherwise that's just going to keep buzzing the entire time um i have an unfortunate thing of being mr popular this evening it seems but when you think about it this way and i'm i'm still in the throes of putting together the the vlog of the experience um which i'm i'm hoping will be done in time i've still got some footage that i need to get off adam um it, I, I always struggle to put into words what that convention is to me. Not like mine is an opinion that, that should be uh, listened to. Me and, me and Jim were talking about this on our other podcast. You know, we had a, we had a question uh, come in like, what makes us the moral arbiters of what is right and what is wrong? And that's, that's, that's not the point, right? That's not the point. What it is, is we are trying to highlight that it's about you, right? That it's about you in that if you want to find things that are applicable to you and your pursuit of these skills, then you would be wise to kick over more than the conventional rocks. And Mines is a, is a wonderful place to start doing that. It's a wonderful place to start doing that. Some of the most incredible people, uh, you know, so giving of their time, of their knowledge, of their gray matter. Um, one of the guys, Tim and, uh, Tim and Krauss, he is putting together, a, you know, a, a charity lecture full of some of the, the, the biggest kind of names uh, at the minute to try and uh, just raise money for his friends you know who's who's going through who's going through something horrible uh, at the minute and uh, it's just so much more than the the traditional ego of look at me look at me look at me so the the whole experience of mines has been wonderful because i've been i've been out of the community happily out of the community for bloody hell years years so it's been um it's been wonderful to see some friends again in real life some wonderful humans again in real life and give them a hug and talk to them and catch up and uh, and not have anyone perform anything just to go and be people with each other that was awesome but let's let's get to the uh, uh oh we've had a uh, we've had a question um let's have a look do you use some profiling method in your mentalism shows i would love to know the methods in your show 
other than just deduction. Already read the monographs, and it's amazing. Well, uh, thank you very much, board, for your wonderful uh, for your wonderful compliment. Uh, I, I do appreciate it, but much like uh, much like uh, anyone else, um, I I don't really talk a great deal about method um, because that's not the point of the uh, uh, of the uh, of the performing side, right? That's that's not the point of it. Hey, Rob's here. Hey, Rob, how's it going, mate? Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Hope you're doing very well yourself, mate. Uh, it's wonderful to see you. If indeed it is only vicariously through a uh, through a profile picture, um, uh, but yeah, to 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 come back to your question board, there there are a number of things that uh, that I like to do. Uh, 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 tricks, I'll throw them in there, hundred percent. I will, um, but in the moments that call for it, as part of the performance piece, I always like to try a few bits and bobs that rely a hundred percent on my. Uh, uh, grey matter, but it's a different animal with it being a performance. Right? Everyone's got their own cup of tea uh, and their own preferential way of doing things. And this, this for me, is why this side of um, uh, information gathering, if you want to think of it that way, um, can fly under the radar. Right, especially with with me dealing, uh, you know, a lot of my work at the minute is within the world of of protection and security, and you know, uh, the theft of information is widely discussed in, in terms of someone's ability to pretend to be you online. So when you're dealing with somebody that walks in these circles of going what what is what is this card right I, I like now let's imagine that this is let's imagine that this is my uh, the the answer to my 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 security question that I've sent on my banking for when I've for when I've forgotten my my pin or whatever kind of security method that they have these people that I'm walking around with would know how to figure this out from your position or get me to give it to you that kind of information right so when you think of it like that there is a definitive crossover yeah yeah brilliant just saw you pop up been a while since i've seen you online i've been wanting to drop you a message about a little project oh lovely message away good sir message away i've i'm always be interested in hearing what uh what cogs you've got spinning in the gray matter that you keep upstairs so yeah absolutely mate send me a message we'll uh we'll talk it up good um but yeah so uh, as i was saying about minds and that's one of the things that that i was talking to jim about given given what we do with our work at uh, pro cipher profiling uh the the ways and means that people can gain information from somebody else has an almost formulaic notion from those that teach protective elements to it, right? And when you think about uh, mentalists, or, or let's let's call it that side on mass, right? Let's call it that side on mass. It's not that they are any smarter than those who aren't involved in the community it's just that they think about the same problem but in a very very different way 
in a very different way. There is uh, uh, there is a there is a, uh, um, a a method out there um, by a chap called Alvo Stockman. Um, I believe it was out with Penguin Magic. Good number of years ago now. Good number of years ago. And uh, it's it's called um, post mentalism. And I'd I'd use the I'd use the effect on the uh, uh, on the radio, you know, and um, it, it was all it was all lovely and whatnot. And uh, a, a week or so later, job came in. We were we were pen testing some of um, some of the local you know kind of pound stretcher stores, the local pound stores, dollar stores as as they might be overseas. And this is this is a few years ago. So uh, a lot of their their filing was on uh, was on paper, right? So I'm going in there and I'm uh, I'm I'm peddling my wares and selling goods and stealing from them. And when I went back to show what I'd stole and evidence the material, I'd used the the method from Elvo Stockman. Uh, to register my details with them and so they'd filed my paperwork uh, and whatnot the other side of the counter and when they when they opened the file there was nothing in there there was no information in there um, and all I all I had to really do was make sure that I was aware where the two cameras were in there that's, that's all I had to I had to do and they had no way no way at all of tracking me at that moment and i beat them with a magic trick <laughs> so when when you say that out loud these are these are the types of things that that aren't considered right and when you deal within uh, within formulaic methodological practices of of protection and and awareness and uh, I mean, it sounds like a buzzword, but you know, the security uh, in, in that way, it, it pays for you to consider all methods that way to protect yourself against, right? You think of the average Joe who is a magic fan uh, and a guy walks up to them on the street, I'm a magician, shows you a couple of tricks. Yeah, 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 boom, brilliant, great trick, proof of concept. Can I borrow your phone? Yeah, brilliant, boom, hands the phone over. Magician runs off. That's all you need. Right? Yes, there's a Milgram-esque quality about it, but it is one of these avenues that many people exploit. And yet, within the, the educative side of things, it is the road less travelled. It is the road less travelled. So that's that's something that, uh, that, that I look to... Uh, not only for performing, because I enjoy that. It's it's as much fun to practice the actual methods through entertainment as it as it is through <coughs> as it is through um, uh, interviews and interrogation that way. Um, so I'm going to have to say something about uh, Christian Grace. I, I'm going to have to say. I'm going to have to say. I'm going to have to. Um, 
first of all, what a wonderful human being. What a truly lovely, genuine, wonderful human being that man is. Secondly, um, Enigma is, is this thing that's been going around uh, magicians and mentalists uh, for, I, I believe, a few months. Could be longer. I'm not entirely sure. I, I, was, I was aware of it for a couple of months anyway. And I didn't know he was going to mines. So when I saw him there, I I told Adam what the uh, what the effect was, and then we saw it. Um, uh, we saw it on stage, and uh, I think I've, I've got one of the photos. Um, if it's if it's a performance photo, I can't show you. Um, No, I don't. I did. I did take one. Oh no. Yeah. So we were there, watching, watching uh, Christian do his do his thing, and you could, you could, you could build it up, and you know, talk about it in this kind of magic trailer esque way. That's that's you know, designed to invoke emotions and, you know, create purchases. And I want that for him because it deserves it. Um, but I, as you will well know, I'm not a salesman, nor will I ever be. Like my, my first trailer that I put out for Pipes Problems and Reading People was me going on for 10 minutes about why you shouldn't buy it. <laughs> Right, I, I believe in uh, I believe in I believe in honesty, and that's again part and parcel of the reason why I, why I do this podcast with Adam, why I do the other one with Jim, yeah, is is because we have that kind of paramount belief that people should be able to ask questions about certain things, so they know what they're getting themselves into before they get themselves into it. So, Christian Grace, and he has agreed to to come on the podcast and uh, talk about his experience within uh, within mentalism um, just because it will be in some of your heads now at the minute uh, I'm not going to ask him to perform anything because this isn't the podcast for that if he wants to that's up to him um, but I, I'm not going to ask him right I'm not I'm not going to do that I, I want I want this to be more about his thinking around the processes and his transition uh, from uh, from uh, magic and, and card magic this way, more into how he thinks about certain, as I would call them, problems. Uh, in that way, the problem of getting information out of somebody, the problem of convincing somebody that you've told them things about you know, and and all this all this kind of thing, and his journey towards uh, why he's more fond. Of, of mentalism now now he's moving forward so he's agreed to come on and have a little chat about that I still need to um, uh, I need I still need to arrange time and uh, a, a place for him to do that ideally I'd love to get him on uh, alive uh, at this time but that'll be entirely down to his his um, uh, his timetable um, I know he was at the uh, the Darren Brown book launch uh, again the other day um, and he's been, uh, I think he's at a, a card convention coming up soon with uh, with Ross Taylor, uh, who I again love. 
Um, not spoke to Ross in ages. Um, I should probably reach out just to catch up. Um, ridiculously talented card guy took part in the deduction experiment a, a while back. Sent me uh, sent me uh, some good books to to improve my my uh, uh, my card cheating capabilities. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get Christian on as well. Um, we we got to hang out with Taha. Uh, you, you guys will remember Taha recently uh, from uh, from him uh, breaking down parts of his framework for uh, the understanding of of people and and broaching the topic of information that he couldn't possibly know. Um, there was there was lots of I mean I, I'd I'd love to get them all. Uh, to to kind of uh, uh, talk about the importance uh, of this as as an interpersonal skill rather than just a, a performance of ta da uh, in in that particular way, and it, it's it speaks to the nature of critical thinking. It's it's an opinion of mine. That's all. Uh, right, I'm not saying it is a is a is a factual concept, but it does for me in terms of my understanding of it. The one of the challenges towards our ability to think critically about things, whether it be an observation in a person we've seen, and we're trying to decide what it means within the particulars of the context, that is a critical thinking process that we need to go through in order to analyze and understand all of the information that's around there, to put it through some sort of a, a you know, a, a, a scientific process in order to come to some kind of conclusion. That is a critical thinking process. These these guys, these performance guys, are so adept at playing around with that critical thinking process that they come away with uh, these moments for people that that they believe that he read my mind, he figured this out, whatever it was, you know, he cold read me, he uh, what whatever it was, right, whatever it was. That's that's the nature of flipping the critical thinking process on its head like for example if 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 i were to say to you uh, i'm not i'm making something up now like um something to do with numerology uh, and the importance of particular numbers in its relationship to the you know the 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 the, the stars and the moon and whatnot. So I would ask the person to to think of a number between one and ten, and then get a get one of the a suit that stands out really bright in your mind and attach it to it. Uh, so you will have made a playing card that relates, and then show them that show them that around. And with that kind of critical thinking byplay, you can get people to have some sort of an interest in numerology as a result, some sort of a curiosity as a result, some sort of an attribution of a particular skill, some sort of an attribution of a particularly interesting trick that you've been shown, whatever it is in in, in that particular moment. Uh, and that's, that's what I like about the inversion of the process. These guys are, are looking behind the the, the, the breakdown of data in order to see how it can be played with. Right? If you listen to Teller from Penn and Teller speak on the on the on the, 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 the thinking behind a magic trick, which is uh, somewhat of an oxymoron itself, because you know that Teller doesn't speak. Right? In the way that these guys frame things, they 
they play with sound they play with speech they play with the body language in terms of the magician's uh, controlled movements and design movements in order to create particular aspects i mean look at the nature of misdirection people can be convinced that things have disappeared from right under their nose when the reality of it is that it's just been picked up at a moment when they weren't cognitively paying attention to it this is a it's it's a fascinating thing for me and it's one of the many processes that most people that i get involved with in a in a working concept have little to no experience with when i when i when i first mentioned to jim the nature of memory techniques this is why me and jim get on uh, so well because if there's anything that jim isn't as familiar with he's like yes let me learn and and understand and, and that is, i'm the same that's why we both get on with each other but when i first started talking about memory techniques and um we put together our our, our course on uh, human behavior awareness using memory techniques that we that we now teach all over the the shortcut of of awareness and access towards this kind of information that these uh, people in uh, fragile positions need to be able to use and make sure that the information is actionable the shortcut is huge yeah, there's a lot of people around the world that don't get a lot of time to try and practice this and they are forced to take on large quantities of data and information in a way that's quite formulaic because they are just given given the details over the course of a course and then gone on you go see you in a bit best of luck <laughs> right and for somebody to say look here's here's a memory technique we can make that work for you in half the time with twice the retention and ease of access through uh, through on-the-job experience. It's huge. It's huge, right? It's huge. Um, so yeah, that's that's some of the things that's coming up. I had a fantastic talk with uh, Ilza from uh, Hypno Poker uh, earlier. Um, those of you who know me will know about my uh, my first proper gig. It, and when I say gig, I don't mean performance, but my first proper job, gig, role, whenever I got, uh, uh, it was it was from hustling, hustling a few guys at Cobbs, and um, I was left in a position of saying, look, you can either hire me, or I'm I'm walking away with your money. Uh, suffice it to say, I was hired, and this is a lady who is, uh, I, I believe she's a, a champion of some repute of poker. She's certainly very highly ranked. And a phenomenal hypnotist as well and uh, so yeah we're, we're going to do some stuff together uh with uh, hypno poker and a, a few of the courses that they've got coming out there so keep your eyes peeled make sure you go and give them a, a follow check them out and uh, uh so we were only talking about that, that today i'm, I'm going to send her some uh, some videos that she can use in her courses and we're going to we're going to do some work together, hopefully, uh, on the back of that to elevate her game in whatever way that she can um, by use of a, a, a beardy weirdo that exists on the internet somewhere. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's 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 going, guys. It's going. Omniscient is is still being built uh, as well. 
Um, we've partnered with ProCypher. We've partnered with the Behavioral Intelligence Academy. Uh, and we, we, initially, I had a, a, a couple of things that I was creating to use as the kind of the flagship models at the moment. But that has now since doubled, tripled. It's 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 grown into quite the behemoth, right? It's it's grown into something that is that is taking a little bit of time, um, but I'm still working away on it. So if you haven't subscribed to Omniscient uh, Omniscient-Insights.com, head on over there and check it out. Um, that's where you'll hear about the the. Uh, the other podcast that I've got uh, that I that I run with Jim is where you'll hear about what we get up to with ProCypher. It's where you'll hear about everything that's coming with the Behavioral Intelligence Academy and all of our other trusted partners that we have in phenomenal places around the world. Okay, so with that in mind, what I'm thinking is if there's anyone you'd like to try uh, and uh, have me get a hold of uh, for an interview. Uh, I spoke to Jordan Arcado uh, from The Art of Deduction, uh, which is a massive, a massive YouTube channel. Uh, and he's, he's, he's come back uh, into making some wildly interesting videos um, uh, on, on humans. I, I think that would be fair to say on humans. And um, yeah, I, th I think that channel is close to uh, 150,000 uh, subscribers now. So uh, I'm, I'm going to get him on. Uh, we had a chat the other day. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring him up to uh, uh, talk to you guys about his experience within the world of of, of this way of life. He's had uh, an experience that's that's been very similar to my own. It started with a, a you know a fascination with the tales, fascination with the shows, and it's kind of branched off into into something else altogether. Um, so yeah, we, I'm I'm gonna set that up for you as well. That'll be coming soon. Um, but yeah, all in all, these uh, I, I shan't waste your time any longer. Um, I'm gonna love you and leave you. I hope you're all having a wonderful day, a good morning. Ah, just call me hens in at the buzzer. <laughs> She's in at the buzzer. Um, hello. Um, although I am winding up now, <laughs> it's not just because you've arrived. It's just merely uh, unfortunate timing. <laughs> All right, guys. So, uh, as always, thank you for your time, your interest, and your focus and your attention. I'm going to love you and leave you, and I will uh, uh, I will talk to you all soon. Take care. Bye-bye.